Hello everybody, welcome back. We are the Uncensored Anime Podcast. This is episode 19. We're your boys. I'm David. We got Kenny. We got Jerry. And today, you know, we're back. We had, you know, took a little break. Some some R&R, you know. It's beginning of the year. We're taking things slow. But now, we're, we're planning on, you know, hitting it back. Getting back on the road. Hitting you with new episodes every week. And today, we have a great episode. Jerry. Oh. What are we talking about today, boy? Oh shit! Uh, yes, obviously, like David said, you know, we're we're just people, and we don't have a huge following. So, if we end up taking breaks throughout, you know, that's just how it goes. So, you know, that's how it goes. So, hopefully, we get back into a better groove of doing weekly again. You know, we did weekly for about sixteen weeks straight. So, um, having a couple weeks of downtime, you know, we got two episodes out over the last month and a half or two months. So, that's fine. But we're hopefully going to get back into the swing of weekly again. As we sort of transition into this season of anime um, today, we actually want to take some time to wrap up some of the shows that we watched last season. Um, and uh, they're the two. So last season, if you watched our fall 2020 anime, uh, sort of 13 new animes, we did decide of uh, three anime we all wanted to kind of stick with. And that's what we're going with today. So we're going to talk about two of those anime as they have completed. So we're going to go ahead and review for you all, our thoughts on two of those shows because they've finished. Um, one finished its first season. Uh, it, it has been confirmed to get another season. The other is done. It's it's over. Um, it's just a one, one and done sort of show. I don't think they plan to make any more of it. Um, and then the third show that we did pick is sort of our top three. It's still going, so we're going to wait a while to talk about that one, which is Jujutsu Kaisen. Obviously, everyone, if you're an anime fan, should be watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Right, guys. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Troy to start watching it, and he loves it. Yeah, I feel like if you're a shonen fan in any way, shape, or form, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is something you need to be doing right now. Uh, but beside the point, uh, the two shows we're talking about tonight are going to be Akudama Drive and Tony Kawa Fly Me to the Moon. There are two shows that uh, when we kind of ranked out our thirteen shows we watched, they were kind of the top three consensus for us here. Uh, on the podcast, so we decided to wrap those up and wanted to give you guys a quick review of, well, not quick, it'll be a long review, an in-depth, uncensored review of those two shows. But before we get into those two shows, you know how we like to start it here on the Uncensored Anime Podcast. We want to talk a little bit about some anime news. We do it pretty much on every episode. We talk about some of the current goings-on in the anime world or just some of the stuff that people are talking about or some of the stuff that people are um, bringing up right now in the anime world. So, uh, the first topic that is pretty prevalent right now is the uh, Black Clover anime is ending. Um, boys? Yeah. Sucks to suck. I mean, I like Black Clover. Like, I read the manga every week, and I don't think it's going to – I don't think the manga is any – is going to go away anytime soon. It's sort of – I don't know. It it hits this enjoyable, like, like I like to say, all gas, no breaks, like – Within about four chapters, you're in a battle again, and you're learning new battle moves and new shit's going on. Like, and it doesn't really take time to sort of exposition too much or mm. slow down too much. Even like in the in the middle of their training arc, they went away to have another battle to then have another training arc, and it was just like I, you know, like, and it's it's just fun. It's just raw, shown and fun, and I, I think maybe. It'll go to seasonal. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just go away for some time and mm. come back some other time. But I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Have, have there been filler arcs in the anime? Um, mm. A little bit, to my understanding. Yeah. Not a lot, though. They've actually, mm. 
I think they've done a pretty good job. I have been told that the anime was sort of on the verge of catching up with the manga at this point in time. Yeah. So um, I do wonder if that is sort of what uh, was the major catalyst for this decision. But yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, That's pretty impressive if they've gone every like a new episode every week without mm-hmm. hitting that filler. Yeah, let's take a look. Usually let's, that's um, what happens. I so seven, 17 episodes of the show are full filler. Okay. Um, mm. There are a couple episodes that are sort of like One Piece where they have implied filler, so they cover a small oh. amount of content, but they have some like additional battle, but less than 50% of the episodes are filler. Um, less than 50% of those ones. So um, mm. only 17 full filler episodes out of 170 total episodes of the anime. That's not bad. Um, and to my understanding, it moves at a pretty steady pace. Uh, but I'm not sure exactly where. Let me see if I can find out super fast. Because, Kitty, how, do you know how many chapters are out right now? I don't know. I would have to just look at it. You Whatever read it week. every week. <laughs> I know, but I I don't know. I just click. He reads like a hundred other manga every week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, da- damn it, I Kenny. Straight up, I straight up read Shonen Jump every week. Basically. Kitty's like. Dun, 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 if, if I lived in Japan, I would just buy the Shonen Jump. Oh, a new manga came out this week. Uh, last no. couple of weeks, yeah. Oh. One by the assassination classroom guy. Oh, the the one about the little yeah what called uh, the samurais or something. Yeah, it's like historical vaguely. I think um, I don't know a lot about Japanese history, so I assume it's historical. Yeah, do you uh, remember what it's called or no? I don't know. I would have to look it up too. Um, and then a new one came out about. I don't know who the author... I think she's new. She's a newer author, but it's like a detective agency. or They're like police officers, and she like falls... The way she finds the criminals is she falls in love with, in love with them. Yeah, I read the mm. same thing, but I can't, I can't yeah. find it in my Viz app, the name of it. Yeah, I, could, I can go to Viz real quick. Okay, so rough... Here's the deal. So Black Clover, episode 160, covered chapters 234 and 235. So that means they're going to cover up to probably like a chapter like 250, give or take, which is a pretty good pace for an anime that just sort of like didn't stop and only had 17 filler episodes. Yeah, you know it's what I only mean? on chapter 280. That's the latest chapter. Oh, dang. So they really were putting in work, catching up. Yeah. Oh, dang, yep. dude. The one by the assassination classroom guy is uh, the elusive samurai. And the new oh, yes, one by a new author is called I Tell C. Yeah, that's what it's mm. called. Both new on the Viz on the Viz website. So. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, so Black Clover coming to an end. I, I'm not. I am pretty sure if I had to guess, I think there's kind of two routes it's either going to go, and that's either Piro will go full seasonal, which mm-hmm. is sort of already a guess that a lot of people have, and that means that you know next year we'll get another season of like 20 episodes or whatever, um, or it pulls a fairy tale. Which I don't know if you guys remember what happened with Fairy Tales anime. It just like stopped and then came back, right? Yep, it would just like stop and then like two or three years later it would just come back and do another like eighty episodes and then it would like mm. stop again and I think it did that three times. So it ended up and what was weird about it is it actually got past studio. Like it didn't it didn't stay with the same studio for those right. three times. It was like different anime studios grabbing it each time, which was really weird. Um, but yeah, it just kind of kept mushing around and uh, ended up different places and then eventually Eventually, the whole story got adapted um, mm. after you know X amount of time, but uh, that's one direction. It could, but I think that if Piro's smart and just based off the way that Black Clover, okay, I give Black Clover a lot of shit for kind of being like 
the redheaded stepsister of Shonen Jump right now because it's just not it's just not as good as all of the other stuff on Shonen right now on Shonen Jump. Um, but I can't deny that it does have a pretty good fan base, a strong fan base. I saw that Crunchyroll released some numbers recently, and they were like, "Yeah, Black Clover is one of our most streamed shows in a lot of countries, um, like number one most streamed show in in a bunch of countries." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, dang, that's that's pretty good metrics to look at and say, okay, at least people are watching it." Um, that's really interesting. I think it's interesting that the anime has adapted so much to the manga already that there's so little filler that it's a good uh, seems to be good pace, and a lot of people really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm interested. I hope that it just goes seasonal. And if not, yeah. I mean, it could just pull, I mean, attack on Titan kind of went the route of like just ending and then kind of coming back when it felt like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Jojo's did something like that too, where it was like what, three, four years between part five and or part four, or part five. Oh yeah. Let's not talk about Jojo's just kind of does, does whatever it does. <laughs> I mean, it, like, um, it's Jojo's. There was a, yeah. Uh, David, I don't know if you know this, but between part three and part four, there was a uh, it was a no, Tumblr was between, account. I thought it was between part four and part five. Uh, yeah, part four and part five. My bad. Yeah. Between part four and part five, a Tumblr account was made, and every single day it would just update, and it would say, "Is Golden Wind confirmed?" And it would say, "No, <laughs> no." Um, and it, it did that for like I want to say it took over a year all, and a half before yeah, they like confirmed it. Days or whatever. So it took like a shit ton of days before they finally confirmed the is, new season. Is there one for um, Stone Ocean? I think I, it so. could same guy might be running one. Who knows? <laughs> um, but you know, he would count the days. He was like counting the days. It was honestly super funny. Um, cause it was the easiest way. It was like people, anytime someone would ask like, is stone ocean confirmed or is a uh, Di- golden wind confirmed? Mm-hmm. People would just link them to the Tumblr blog. It was like, not even <laughs> there was, like, that was like, he was the official news source on it. It was like, yeah, if he didn't know June, June 21st, 2018. Yeah. If he didn't know, um, then nobody knew. Nobody knew. Um, nobody knew. That was so. I really enjoyed that. Um, do, do you guys uh, think Studio Piro is is kind of you know stopping Black Clover to focus on the Bloody War arc for Bleach? That's a good question, especially because no studio has been confirmed for the for the Thousand Year Blood War arc, uh, to my knowledge. Apparent. Oh, I, what I'm has Piro actually come wrong. out and said that they're they're taking it? Stone Ocean confirmed. It exists. It exists. There you go, guys. If you're trying to find out if Stone Ocean is confirmed, there is 554 days. An official Tumblr blog. We are we are 554 days out from the last season ending. Not Um, Stone Ocean is still not confirmed. Uh, I don't think think there's been a confirmation on who's animating Bloody War Arc. Yeah, I hope it's Studio Piro, and it would be awesome if this is a. They said after the last episode of Black Clover airs, they have a special announcement to make. A lot of people think it's him saying like, "Oh, we're gonna go seasonal with Black Clover or something." But what if it's way out of left field? What if it's literally it like, like nothing to do with Black Clover? Yeah. What if it's like surprise? We're excited that we've taken on Bleach for the season, so we can't focus on Black Clover for a while. Mm. That'd be wild. That would be crazy. That'd, yeah. Or they're just gonna be like, uh, what? What? Kenny? I, I just I expect him to be like, okay, we're going seasonal. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what it is. But, um. I could, I don't know. I think that it would be great because the guy, honestly, I don't watch Black Clover, but it's actually really, really well animated. Like, Studio yeah, Piero yeah. has done a really good job with the animation on it. And now that it's over, it's only going to be 170 episodes right now, I might watch the anime all the way through. I've seen 11 or so episodes, 11 or 12 episodes. I might go ahead and watch it just for, just because it's something to watch, you know, kind of in the background over a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, 
might be fun to just knock it out uh, over time and uh, have it done just to be prepped for the whenever they do come back. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard. I mean, I've heard the anime does justice to the manga, so that's that's always good. It's it's a um, good. I think it's a good watch. It's pretty. It's very formulaic. You don't watch Black Clover for the plot. You watch it for all the battles mm-hmm. that are happening because there's like right. a boss battle every ten episodes. I think I've gone to like episode like 40, 45, and mm. it's kind of cool because every like boss that they battle and beat, there's like a new opening. So there's like it's like thirteen. I think they're on their thirteenth opening right now, which I don't know. It seems like a lot of openings just for a hundred. It's a lot of openings for 170 episodes. Yeah. That is a lot of openings. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a it's an enjoyable watch if you if you know what to expect going into it. it I think that makes it you know more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that I would go into it thinking it was anything more than just like a an atypical battle shonen. Like, and yeah. I, I like. I enjoyed the first 11 episodes that I did watch. Um, I really did. And I always told myself like, Oh, I'll get back to it. It's, it's, it's not bad enough to make me not like, it's not so bad that I won't watch it. Um, Although I do still feel bad for it because it's much worse than Jujutsu Kaisen and promised Neverland and demon slayer and Dr. Stone. Like to me, like I agree with all those takes legitimately good shows. And it's like black clover is like, eh, we're here too. I like Um, black clover. Okay. (laughs) Black Clover's like, we're a manga in an anime. Look, look. It's fun. We got big yeah. swords. We got magic. We got big swords. We got buff guys. Look, we got, look at our buff guys. Asa looks um, so weird buff. He, he's like, uh, he's, bro, he's so short. Boy. He's just Yo, like this Asa. big sack of potatoes Jeez running around. Christ. Come on, that's oh his redesign. God. Don't you want a time skip where they just make the character really, really buff? Uh, oh it, it doesn't. It looks weird. He's I, out I, here looking like Jonah Hill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's exciting. They have some new manga and Jump as well, though, Kenny. I, I forgot that that happened. Um, uh, is anything else coming to an end soon? Do you know, Ken? I don't know. A couple like uh, a couple mangas that are just not doing well have ended. Like new newer ones. I think more right, King got... did a couple weeks ago. And okay, they got canceled or whatever. Roboco maybe. Uh, mm. So I don't know. But I'm excited about the uh, the elusive samurai because I liked Assassination Classroom. I read all of that. Mm. Um, I think Assassination Classroom came to a really good ending. Like he ended it like finitely, so it was really enjoyable. Yeah, I um, think everyone really likes that author for the most part. Between yeah. the work that he's done, um, did you know that he was a? I think I read the other day that he is a. He was an assistant on Bobobo, I think. Um, which is really funny. I was like, I have to confirm that, you know, I, I had someone call me out in the comments for saying something wrong in our last podcast. So, um, I was like, you son of a bitch. So don't, <laughs> nobody, nobody call me out hey, if I'm wrong. Hey, get, huh? get, get in the comments. Okay. Get in the- <laughs> no, if I'm wrong, do not call me out. I apologize. But I thought that I read the author of Nogami Neuro and Assassination Classroom had previously been an assistant for the author of Bobobo. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know the author's name for Bobobo. I'd have to look it up, but. Um, I don't even know the author's name for Neuro and in Assassination Classroom off the top of my head, but yeah. um, is the anime yeah, adaptation of Assassination Classroom well done? It's the whole thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, they did the whole show. Okay, yep. Unfortunately, his pre his prior show Neuro only had one season and then didn't yeah. come back for another season, so you you would have to read the manga for the full series of that. Mm. Uh, Majin Tantai Nogami Neuro, but uh, Assassination Classroom they adapted the entire manga in the anime, which is really nice. Okay, yeah, so, Yusuke Matsui, who was mm-hmm. yeah. Is an assistant to Yoshio Sawai, who is the manga artist of Bobo. 
Look, That's hey, hey, fact, you fact checked you. You're right. Good job, man. Yeah, so nobody called me out in the comments because I was his right. Favorite, son of a bitch. His favorite <laughs> manga series include Bubble Bow, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and Ultimate Muscle. Yes, dude, I love that. Oh. I love to hear that stuff. Um, well, that's great that he's got another manga, and I hope that people enjoy this one, and I hope that he gets to go as long as he'd like. Just because everything's kind of feels like things are just so shifty and jump right now that it just feels like everything's on the cutting block. Like, if you told me Dr. Stone was ending, I wouldn't even be surprised. I would just be like, well, guess the other one's gone. Like, everything feels like it's on the cutting block lately. Like, you know, we just lost Haikyuu. We lost Promised Neverland. We lost Demon Slayer. Like, it's just constant cuts going on in, in Jump. So I wouldn't even be surprised if we lost more stuff in the coming days. But I do think that uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Black Clover, and One Piece, I saw a thing where people are kind of assuming that those three shows are going to kind of lead Jump moving forward. Um, yeah. And Mappa, I, Mappa came in with the, with the Jujutsu. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, Black Clover and One Piece kind of became sort of the front runners of the magazine moving forward, which is really cool. All right, boys. Yeah. I, um, I, I think there's a couple newer newer mangas that are exciting. Yeah, I mean, I heard some people talking about... I mean, I'm a fan called, of Hardball, Cop, and Dolphin. Is it called yeah. Mashal, maybe? I haven't read it yet. No, oh, fuck Mashal. Okay, Mashal's bad. Mashal, like Magic, trying, and Muscles. I feel like they're trying to push Mashal and Undead Unluck. Those are like, two of I the like ones that are... Undead Unluck. Okay. I feel like Undead Unluck and Mashal are getting pushed a little bit as frontrunners for the magazine as well. But, um, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I like Undead Unluck. It's it's mm-hmm. a good idea. I don't know how much the character... The character designs are kind of like, I don't know, you just don't expect them to be liked in shonen manga. Mashal is knockoff One Punch Man, and it's bad for it. Um, Aww, and that sucks. Yeah, Literally, the main character is just really buff. Dang, good job, he's, Kenny. He's buffing what? There he I, is, I, Kenny... I, uh... Kenny, can you just tell us how buff he is, dude? <laughs> buff Carell, dude. Well, we... Freaking Buff Carell. <laughs> buff Carell. Buff Kenny Carell, dude. Oh, there's there's one, bro. Drop of the night. Kenny's drop of the night, everyone. Oh, my drop God. Of the, hey, get That's in the comments if hey. if you were excited to see Kenny's drop of the night. Uh, Kenny just dropped. <laughs> Kenny didn't have, he didn't have those diamond um, hands. Go ahead and get in the comments down below. Type in the oh time when Kenny God. drops out of the call, guys. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, Ma- Mashal, the dude is just buff, and they're like mages. And so his granddad was like a big, a big, like big mage. He's like, mm-hmm. instead of teaching him magic, I just thought him to be really fucking strong. And so he just punches <laughs> all the mages. And that's it. That's the whole, that's the plot. The okay, that's kind the of plot bad of Mashal. Too. Yeah, it's, the art's kind of bad. It's made to look like One Punch Man, it feels like. It's like off brand One Punch Man. That's Yes, sad. bro. That's sad. That's fine, but I do feel like they're pushing it a little bit with Undead Unluck. But I'd like to try those at least a little bit before they become animes, because they'll probably get animes in the next couple years. Yeah, Um, mainly. I mean, obviously, I'm mainly excited for Chainsaw Man's anime, which Chainsaw Man out this year. Have there been any updates on on that? Nope, just Mappa in 2021. That's all we know. Okay. So no, no date or nothing. Probably. Kaisen came out winter, or no, it came out fall. Yeah. So I guess we. I assume they're not going to go against. My hero, so I don't think it'll drop um, in the spring. I don't think we'll get it for the spring season. Yeah. Right. Uh, my guess is fall. we're either going to get it. I bet we're either going to get it in summer or the fall. Could even be as late as the winter, just depending on yeah, you know what's going on. It could be winter twenty twenty one, which would be really interesting. Which what is technically winter twenty twenty two. Um, but we'll see if that uh, happens. But I, I would like to see it by the fall. That'd be nice. 
I just, yeah, I don't think anything else would be in the fall to go against. So I think that'd be a good time for it to drop. Yeah, they're working. They're working on like four or five things right now. Who Mappa? Yeah, they're working on Attack on Titan. Uh, mm. Oh wait, gymnastics mm. right finished, but Jujutsu mm. Attack on Titan. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, I might have lied. Just two things. <laughs> Why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? Two's fine. Two's, two's fine. Two's fine. I mean, those are both great shows that are on right now. So agreed. Okay, so I do feel like there's one other topic that is simmering through the anime community right now. And I don't think that it's a particular... I feel like it's getting drowned out a little bit, but I do think it's still getting some buzz. And it is a new anime that we missed completely, boys. And I don't know why we totally well, missed it during our... Let me, let me be clear, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't watch hentai, okay? <laughs> I don't watch hentai as a new... It's not a new anime. You can't say it's a new anime. It's a hentai. No, no, no. I don't watch hentai, okay? This show is getting... It's getting publicized like it's a normal TV anime. And um, that's the big thing about the show. It's an adaptation of a manga. Or there was a light novel that got adapted to a manga that is now being adapted into an anime. You know, the basic process. This happens all the time with a series like this. It's a dark fantasy. And uh, here's the deal is that I I think that at its core, it's a terrible story. It's it's poorly written. And it's, uh, it's not good. Um, well, Jerry and Hentai... They have bad stories, okay? Yes. But it seems like a lot of people are really into it because it sort of has that appeal. So you guys know, like, Punisher, right? Yeah. You guys know, like, the, the story of the Punisher, right? David, you know, right? Sorry, I'm reading quit, the... I'm reading, quit looking it up. No, I'm, I'm reading, reading, about, it. I'm like, reading about, about it. Damn it, he's reading about oh, it. Oh, no. damn. Like, okay, the Punisher, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm focused. So you, Punisher, yes. We know, we know the Punisher, right? And yeah. what makes the Punisher so interesting is, like, his family was murdered, so he murders people. Yeah, like, he's, he's got to get that revenge. revenge. Yes. Right. Um, John Wick, one, two, and three. The whole story is about revenge. It's mm-hmm. a revenge fantasy. I mean, it's literally what those shows are. Generally, when we do revenge stories in popular culture... Those revenge stories are focused on violence. They're violence-focused revenge stories, and generally, those are pretty well accepted as, um, like, as fiction. You know, I think people are like, "Oh yeah, revenge violence is fine." Um, so why people are trying to they're trying to condone redo of a healer? By the way, I don't know if I said the name of the show. Redo of healer is the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why they're trying to condone it and try to give it some, I don't know what they're trying to give it. They're trying to like. They're trying to talk it up like it's it's legitimate, like there's like some legitimacy to it, but like I, that to me like it, it's pretty irredeemable uh, as a show. Like it just doesn't seem to have any, it doesn't seem to add any value into the world. Um, is where I'm at with it, and it is a revenge story, and you know the main character did suffer, and that's the whole setup. I mean, uh, you can't tell a revenge story without suffering and all this stuff, right? Um, did you watch I the just episode, Jerry? I saw episode one and two, oh, and I watched. Oh, I watched the. I watched the uncensored first two episodes. So I've seen the first two episodes. Episode four just came out. Um, I also watched the first two episodes censored as well, just to see the differences between the censored and uncensored versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, episode one is not too bad when it comes to like the uh, the gratuitous sex. Essentially, the best way to put it is uh, it's a revenge story, but instead of violence, it's sex. Um, the character, the main character, Kearu, was raped and beaten and all this other stuff in the beginning of the story, right? Yeah. And in, then in he... In the fiction world, it's called non-con or non-consensual sex, okay? 
Uh, well, no, it was rape. rape. He was rape. raped. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. it's called well, rom-com, <laughs> whatever it's about, like, whatever it's fanfic for some reason. I don't know why. Um, okay. Uh, um, uh, but, uh, so, you know, he gets all this shit done to him because he has this special healing power. Here, I'll give you guys the plot synopsis and for those of you listening. All right, all right, all right. Okay. He has a special healing. And I- I'll go, trigger warning, sorry, because I already said it. Fuck. Um, if you're listening and you don't want to hear anything about fantasy involving um, rape, or uh, anything like that, then bail now. Um, skip ahead in the podcast because we're going to talk about the show and it is pretty heavy trigger warning about the content of the show because I'm not going to be super gratuitous about it, uh, but I'm going to at least briefly touch on it. So if this freaks you out, go ahead and skip out. Um, okay. Context of the show. He is a healer. He's born as a healer. When you heal in this fantasy world, especially the type of healing he does, it causes him physical pain. Okay, he is taken in by a local uh, sort of like kingdom and the kingdom wants him to keep healing their their hurt warriors over and over, but he can't deal with it. It's very painful, right? Mm -hmm. So they beat and rape and manipulate and get him addicted to drugs and um, force him to continue healing the people in his brigade or in this kingdom. Um, Many years go by in this situation and he's slowly building up his levels. And he ends up um, at one of their biggest battles. Everyone's defeated against the demon king, queen or demon king, whatever it was. He, he shows them that he actually has mastered alchemy and he defeats the demon king and gets uh, the philosopher's stone. And using his healing power, he's able to heal the earth and turn it back in time, but still retain his memories. So he goes back in time to before he was taken by the kingdom, but still has his memories of the, the shitty shit that these people did to him, okay? So from the moment he arrives back in time, he does everything in his power to be strong enough so that when he goes to the kingdom, he can overpower them and return the favor. That's the that's the show. That's the show. So The he... remainder of the episodes are him going to certain people and enacting his revenge on them. And in the censored version, all of the revenge is pretty much cut out. It's just like deadpans like it doesn't even like try to blur it out because it's like legitimate hentai it goes full hentai mode when he goes into revenge um like full-blown hentai mode um and i won't go into detail of what happens but it, it it's pretty wild if you watch the uncensored version but the censored version it just like pans to a wall and just like you don't even it just like stays there for like five minutes and then just cuts back to the episode it's really weird. I don't know why they didn't just cut it out completely. Yeah. I'm just, I'm super confused why they went with that option. But, um, yeah, so that's the context of the show. And, um, I, 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 I'm just not sure that it is a, um, to me, this is a, what's the word for it? It's a bad hint. Sounds like, like, yeah. Like, first of all, it just sounds like a shitty plot. It's like, degenerate revenge porn. I mean, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and, you know, I, I don't know if people in the anime community are, like, jokingly saying, like, oh, no, it's good. Stop. Um, or if this is, like, some sort of gag mm-hmm. or if they're trying to make light of it. I'm not sure why people are reacting the way that they are. Yeah, I mean, I remember this... how people, people did with Goblin Slayer. And Goblin Slayer is not, not as gratuitous as this, but mm-hmm. it definitely was. It, no. That portion of Goblin Slayer was not needed, right? You could cut that out and just have it assumed 
or you know yeah. like right it, it didn't add anything to the overall yeah it, it yeah. doesn't add and i mean i only watched like a quarter of goblin slayer but other than that first scene in that first episode it, yeah it's like, not like okay yeah yeah i was like i didn't yeah. think of it i was like it pretty much becomes a regular fantasy series yeah um it's like gory um, after that, but yeah, as far as like the yeah, rape scenes in Goblin Slayer, it's just like episode one, maybe two. That's so. so weird that they that they even and that's another weird example. And yeah, there was a lot of people that were up in arms. Goblin Slayer, also, in my opinion, it's not a it's not a very good show. Um take that scene out or not, it's just not a very well written show. In my opinion, I don't think it's it's got a lot to offer. Mm. Um it's the most basic of basic of like this guy's family was killed by goblins so now he kills goblins forever um i mean that's Jerry, all it is you didn't even huh? get into the deeper theming of that actually he's just like a goblin he's oh, going around and killing all the goblins but the thing with goblin go. slayer there's go. nothing very like deep happening there it's very like yeah, service yeah, level yeah. of what it is and that's the same thing i feel about this this redo of healer but i feel like it's even worse like i i can't comprehend what has compelled anime fans to defend this show like so are people actually I, defending this show oh yeah 100 percent. people are trying to defend it as if it's some sort of like work of art like this is some sort of masterpiece or like some sort of oh kitty just a hint it's just a hint it, and yeah it, and it is i mean it is it's revenge porn like that's all it is yeah, yeah. um and i and it's even weirder because it's like so and some more context i don't want to spoil the show but the main character is a male. The character that... So he was tortured. The character that tortures him, the characters that beat him and tortured him, surprise, surprise, they were all women. Bro. So they, it was a man that was tortured by women for years and years and years, and now he's getting his revenge on these women. And I'm like, doesn't that just seem... That's just... Right? Right? <laughs> like, Yeah. Maybe the author's beard grew out of their neck. He grew all the uh, way out, and he was like, "Yes, I finally discovered the show that's going to get me famous." Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm just not sure. I guess what I'm getting at is, I don't think the author is confused about what they're writing. I think they know they're writing smut. Like, yeah. I think they understand yeah. that. I, I think what I'm confused about is why the anime fan base is trying to defend it as as some sort of legitimate piece of fiction and not just what it is, which is, I mean, it's just pornography, yeah. and it's just that's what i think is getting to like my it's it's starting to like weigh on me because like if you enjoy it for what it is go for it like i don't care like you can enjoy whatever you want in your free time like just understand that like it's not this is not like a, an anime series like this is not i don't know so i i it's gotten under my skin but yeah i did i watched the first two episodes and i watched the uncensored version and it, it is it's something yeah, it's I something. mean, I mean, so with I like, would not encourage the faint of heart to watch the uncensored version. If you want to watch the censored version, you can watch it on High Dive, which is an official streaming service. Um, so if you want to watch it, it is available through an official American avenue. Um, they have an official streaming service, High Dive. So they're they're licensing it and subbing and dubbing the whole show. Um, so I, wow. as of now, they haven't bailed on it. So they're so on they're on board. I mean, that, that um, show alone is probably giving them a lot of traffic. Yeah, they're probably getting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I signed up for High Dive to watch the censored version. Um, Wasn't it originally on another platform and it got removed? No, 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 oh, not okay. this one. No, this one, High Dive got it from the from the jump. No okay. one would touch that with a stick. Honestly, like mm. Crunchyroll and Funimation didn't want that. What, that kind what of was the show that got removed? Um, mm. You're thinking of another show that is very similar 
interspecies reviewers. Oh, um, yeah. And I think we've only have we briefly talked about it on the on here yeah. before. I think it was yeah. mentioned before. Yeah. Yes, interspecies reviewers came out about this exact same time last year, and um, Funimation originally had picked the show up, interspecies reviewers, and um, the context of that show is much different. It's a comedy series about a bunch of bros visiting fantasy brothels. So they yep. go to these like sex shops that are run by different types of fantasy creatures, fairies, cat girls, um, yada, yada, yada. And they review them. They write like comedic reviews about their experiences there. And the manga is not super, I would say the manga is etchy. There are lots of like um, kind of sexualized components, but there's really not any like full blown sex scenes in the manga. Mm. But the anime kind of surprised everyone because they added in like full blown sex scenes with these with the cat girl or with the uh, the fantasy girls, and um, Funimation. By the time they got to, like episode three or four, there was like a very specific sex scene that was added in that was not it wasn't really in the manga in that way um, that made Funimation go hell no we're not doing this no more and they dropped it. Um, Who animated so, it? I don't remember the name of the company. Uh, probably it's it's probably one of those degenerate companies and maybe the same one doing redo of healer no i'm joking that'd be funny though um but uh... yes so interspecies reviewer got dropped by funimation nobody else picked it up it, it did kind of faded into obscurity but uh a lot of people and me maybe me included i kind of would defend interspecies reviewers to a degree um it is not just smut to be smut it's actually like kind of a topical comedy about sex work and about fantasy characters mm-hmm. and it's not it's not particularly good either but at least it got a lot of laughs out of me like when i watched it it's pretty funny if you like if you're into fantasy like series and you know all these fantasy worlds um it's got a lot of really good jokes uh mm-hmm. like things that are pretty pretty funny and uh they use the concepts of each of these uh characters i don't know i'm not trying to defend interspecies reviewers either <laughs> It it is certainly also. I mean got that some that plot alone sounds much more interesting than what's in uh, Redo of Healer. Redo of Healer. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'd be more interested in watching that than Redo of yeah, Healer. Yeah, Interspecies Reviewers to me is still watchable. It is certainly borderline hentai for most of the the additional scenes that they kind of added from the manga. Mm-hmm. Um, I read some of the manga and I really enjoyed the manga though because it's much more toned down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would encourage anyone if that sounds funny to you, certainly check it out. It, it's at least a good a good romp um, and a lot of fun and doesn't feel like just hentai to be hentai, which is what Redo of Healer kind of feels like. Um, but uh, but, but some, yeah, re- something to add to that. So mm-hmm. so just saying, just because something's hentai doesn't mean it's bad. Like like art or like art form or story, right? But yeah. just to put that out there, but this story that you explained to me, Jerry, sounds like ass. So oh yeah yeah no. Apparently the yeah, animation totally. is very bad too. Is the animation? It's not. It's not as bad. It's probably like the most high, like best animated hentai I've ever seen. I don't uh, know if that's that, a guy. Uh, is that seen a lot? Or... No. no, 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 no. More people need to get into the good hentai business. Okay. The good, good. Studio Mappa um, needs to start releasing good hentai. Yeah. With Studio Hentai. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Kenny said, "What if Mappa made hentai?" Um, no, I'm saying, "What if Wit Studio made hentai?" Okay. What about uh, David? Oh, Wit Studio. Yeah. Yo, David. David no, Productions. They, they got, mm-hmm. All men. David hentai. Productions. Oh my god. Yeah, they should start. They should start doing Yaoi. Guys, Actually, they I should do know. JoJo's characters. But oh, yeah, god. I'll say. I think to wrap this up. If you're one of those people out there that watched Redo of Healer and you were like, oh, this is a work of art. This is this is something that I've got to go on the internet and defend. 
just stop, please. Like, you're wrong. just don't do it anymore. How does it feel? Like, you're wrong. I, I don't know what else to say. Like, just don't, just stop doing that. Just admit what it is and accept that you enjoy it for what it is. That's fine. You can enjoy it for what it is. I don't care. I think that it's a little bit uh, odd and maybe a, a smidge misogynistic and a, a little, a little, uh, uh, gr- uh, not gruesome. The word I would use is maybe it's a little, uh, gratuitous. Not even inappropriate. Obviously, it's inappropriate. Gratuitous. Thank you, Kenny. It's a little gratuitous, a little aggressive with its approach. Yeah. Um, but if you enjoy it for what it is, fine. Enjoy Redo of a Healer. I just want to let you know that it is. If you watched episode two uncensored and you didn't finish that episode and go, this is hentai, then I'm I'm concerned for you. Like, I'm concerned if you watched that and thought, oh, yeah, this is just a regular show. And I'll admit... And here we go. Let me let me try to put some perspective because I was thinking about this. Okay. We've all watched Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones has a lot of gratuitous sex scenes. I mean, I'm going to be upfront, right? There were at twins least, literally I mean, rape each other. I feel like in the first episode or first season for sure, you see some pretty major oh, sex. No, wait, scenes. Yeah, they do. They do like do some weird. You see full on nipple. You see full yep. on sexual intercourse occur yeah. on Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is potentially a, or I would say, I would argue that Game of Thrones is a piece of literature that does add something to the genre that it's in. I think it really does. I think it's, mm. it is going to be considered a very, a very definitive piece of literature. I Absolutely. think you can have gratuitous sex and gratuitous violence in a series that is well-crafted, okay? Redo of a Healer is not that show. <laughs> Don't die on the hill that is redo of a healer. Please don't die on this. Out of all the hills, Uh, yeah, I feel like that'd be the worst one to die on. And it's because the plot of Game of Thrones is not focused on the gratuitous sex or the gratuitous violence. There are aspects of the show, but that's Mm. not what's going on. Redo of a healer is about a guy enacting his sexual revenge on women that that I raped and beat him for years that's the plot that's the plot of the show yeah um, what if what if it's that, like a like an incel actually, like connection like like uh, that's what these women get for not wanting to i don't know that's probably a uh, yeah i want i want it to not be that i've heard some people already try to draw that comparison and other people like you know be like very like we're not incels for liking this you know i don't it's whatever it's whatever you can enjoy the show but it's just sure, it's weird yeah. to me that people are trying to defend it as something that it's not. And I don't think it's something that the author doesn't think that it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with this show. It's like, I don't think the author of this series sat down and was like, you guys better take this as a serious piece of piece of art. This is a serious work. Because right. if they did, He's I don't think like, they would have oh, been... Boobies. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, exactly. I don't think that he was trying to accomplish that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've completely misread the situation. Maybe this guy really thinks his his story is the best story ever, and he really wants his fans to defend it, and this is fans rising up saying, look at this, it's beautiful. And if that's the case, I apologize to the author, but at least in the first two episodes, he has not accomplished a comprehensive or in any way interesting storyline, aside from being a potentially compelling pornography that's i mean that's that's uh, like that's where i've landed with it but it's interesting because it's all over the internet right now yeah i want to i want to see it just to to fully understand like the severity of like what's happening with that show 
at the but, very least, if you're if you're willing, it, it's not too hard to stomach the censored version, just because like all of the sex is taken. It's not taken out, but it's either covered up or it just pans away when the sex is happening. So you can kind of right. watch the censored version and still kind of understand what's up. Um, the uncensored version is something else. So, all right. Well, this is my copy of the Clash of Kings right here. You can see it on on camera. No. Oh, Game we, of Thrones. we got a real uh, George R. R. Martin fanboy over here. Real, a real oh. Thronesy in here. Yeah. Um, I, I do have all the Yeah, I, I will tell you, boys, you should check it out if you're bored. Um, I, I might watch the third and fourth episodes just for kicks. Um, mm. But we'll see if I do, if I watch any further. I kind of. So. Episode two kind of burned me out. You'll really. watch that, but you um, won't watch XR? Uh. <laughs> Nobody ever watched uh, that. It's a little, it's a little sus, Jerry. It's if a little you sus. are listening to this, never ever click XR. Okay? X-Arm is a I'm on episode four. I'm saving you from David, a, how have you a kept how, have you, how can you stomach that? How can you stomach watching that show? Um, I hate myself. So <laughs> that's, that's twenty what, minutes. What's wrong with a little uh, you know you you dirty sick bastard? <laughs> what's wrong a little self torture, okay? That's I'm all it is. I, wa- I watched two episodes of Redo of a Healer, so. And you said it's on yeah, High Drive? Uh, high Drive is the. And I, I did high make dive. an account uh, if you guys want to use it, not you guys at home listening. You guys at you home, do, if you want to get on Jerry's High Dive, yeah, just, message, <laughs> yeah. message comment the video. <laughs> no, but if you guys want to use High Dive, you can. I, made, right. I signed up. Um, all right. Yes, that is the. Uh, that is the, the way to go if you want to watch it, uh, censored at least. Um, okay, let's let's shift right. gears. I, we don't we use a lot of news time here, so yeah. Let's talk about hmm, which one you guys want to start with. Let's do Tony Kawa. Oh, uh, I thought start with Tony Kawa. Oh, uh, let's do Akadama Drive. Uh, <laughs> what you just jumped? <laughs> and David said, "Oh, I, yep, I, I do think I do think of the two, I think Tony Kawa was better. So I think you know going from Akadama Drive is still really good, but going from good to great." I think that's we can do that. Yeah, okay. I think I enjoyed Akadama Drive how it put things together and not sort of how they finished it off. Um, Agreed. Let's tough, let's, but... let's get into it then. Okay, so we're going to talk about Akadama Drive. Uh, it's an anime. It's an anime exclusive show uh, made by the creators of a handful of the creators of Danganronpa. You can you can tell that a lot in the transitions and the character designs and the way they I don't know that sort of style of the best at something. Uh, each character is sort of defined by that trait. Um, it's oh, also, about... spoiler warning, just real quick, for Akadama Drive. And I'm going to do a quick synopsis of the show. It is about a handful of uh, Akudama, who are criminals, who get tasked to do this um, this job by a cat that turns out to be this sort of boy that was created in a lab who uh, is immortal, and it's all about getting him and his sister to a sort of safe place from these bad guys who are the executioners or the police force or, you know, these this sort of human AI conglomerate that is Kanto or Kansai. I don't remember which one was which. Um, and it's about the story Kansai. of each of these uh, each of these characters sort of accomplishing this goal and. Uh, in Danganronpa fashion, we don't get to maintain these characters throughout. Um, no, actually, I don't think any of them make it to the ending. Um, but nope. yeah, it's sort of yeah. So that's sort of the, the quick synopsis of what Akadama Drive is. 
Yep, everybody dies. Okay. And then uh, that's it. Yeah. Life sucks. It's that's, kinda... that's the theme of Akadama Drive. Life sucks. Don't be and poor. I think, I think that's a... Danganronpa 1 sort of fell into that trap where just a lot of characters that you really like and enjoy die too quickly and they're just gone, you know? And you're like, well, shit. Like, what are, what, what did Brawl have to this? die first? I don't know. He dies on, like, episode four. And then we, like, we lose Hacker for, like, six episodes. And then he's just back. And then he dies. Yeah. And, I like, I think that you need to spend more time with all the characters together. And I just really didn't like that the female executioner who sort of has a is supposed to have a character arc just sort of doesn't, you know, like she never finishes her arc. She just is like, I don't know. Like she protects her, her, her partner, her new partner. And then, but it doesn't sort of like, it doesn't have her come to the conclusion that the executioners are evil and the Akudama are good or vice versa. It just, I don't know. She comes to no conclusion. It feels like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like that. Like, yeah, we get rid of Hacker so quickly, and then he just is back, and then he's dead. Like, he does his thing, and then he's dead, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Brawler dies super quickly, and then you... I think Doctor's Betrayal wasn't very... Like, it, it came out of left field. Like, I didn't expect mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But then she sort of did nothing with it, you know? Like, she betrayed and then got off and then ended up not being off. And yeah, yeah. I, I never I, really understood her motive. It's yeah. She even like explicitly stated what her motive was, and I still didn't really get it because she was doing all like Doctor was just all over the place. Um, she she like, was probably my favorite character though. Uh, David. <laughs> but she had big titties. Oh big my old, god! Big old. But so David is gonna watch. David's gonna watch all redo healer after this. Oh, oh my god! god. No, I don't know. Oh, I that's that's my cat. I gotta. Okay. Uh, no, um, Kenny pretty much. Uh, David, come on. Kenny He's pretty much cat. nailed it. I think with the, um, with just the. The way that this show, uh, I feel like I need to go check the old episode that we did when we first watched Akudama Drive. I'm pretty sure I said something to the extent of this show has a lot of promise in episode one. It had a lot of opportunity there. Really good setup. And I said, my biggest worry, I want to, I have to go find the exact quote, but I'm pretty sure I said something like my biggest worry is that the middle of this show drops off and the ending sucks. And Honestly, guys, I think that this show really shit the bed. I think that it did exactly what I was scared was going to happen. And oh, did we lose Jerry? Are you still there, David? The show, I'm here. Um, I mean, yeah, you, um, it just fell apart. Like they just slowly, it kind of just started. You guys know how like a thread just slowly starts spinning and spinning as you like pull it. I mean, the show just kind of sp- it spun out of control. Yeah. Um, it's to the point where the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you... no, sorry. You froze for a second. You so cut out in the middle. Bro. <laughs> oh shit! We were gonna pretend like you didn't. No, but no, but Jerry, Jerry, I, I agree. I, I remember yeah. all of us for that first episode. We were like, this show yeah. is hype as fuck. We don't know where mm-hmm. it came from, but we're excited. And I was very, very excited. I think me too. I think I like, like, I think we all gave it a thumbs up that we were going to continue watching it. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, this, we put it in our top three because of the yeah. season. It really was from just the first episode. It really was one of the best shows of the season. I mean, arguably, did it end up? I, I feel like this. And you guys, what do you guys think about this? I feel like where the show started to go downhill. The first half of the show is actually still pretty solid. Yeah. I feel like right after the fight between Brawler and the um, what are they called? Kenny, damn, they're executioners. Executioner, the male executioner where they killed. He each was other. a master execution and, master. And Hoodlum, Hoodlum whacked the girl in the eye and then ran off. Um, that is when the show started to go downhill. That's yep. when the show didn't know what to do anymore. Yeah. That I, that felt like sort of a mini climax, and then everyone's motives, what everyone did after that, it all just felt like uh, unclear. They just it didn't feel like they knew what they wanted to do anymore. Yeah, and um, I'm that, not sure why. I'm not. Yeah. Huh. I Say think again. that should have happened on like episode seven or eight. Right. I think I that, think that they, yeah. there was much more they could have done with the characters before we got to that miniature climax. Um, and then they just kind of, I mean, they didn't really rush to the end, but a lot of stuff just sort of happens in the back half. Yeah. guys. Yeah. Like um, Kenny and me both kind of agreed uh, cutthroat while ended up kind of being the most consistent character. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I do th- I think weird. How did that oddly the most consistent? Yeah, he was maybe totally insane from the beginning. Maybe Courier to an extent as well. Most yeah, Courier, Courier too. Yeah, but I felt like all the other characters' motives were all over the place. The, yeah. the female executioner, the the what Kanto wanted, the um, just the development of the kids was a little bit messy. Yeah. Um, their end goal. I mean, the whole story just sort of started to fall into pieces as we started to learn that these kids were vessels to house a virtual uh like super heaven is what i mean yeah i don't know i I wanted there to be more context into that because i think it was just one episode where we got like a view into that whole thing and i wanted to know like yeah why was that happening like who was the organization making that and we'll we'll never know it's (laughs) (laughs) it it felt like it was just a MacGuffin place there so that hacker could be the one that Saves them there, right? When you said that, Kenny, I was yeah. like, that, that's it. I mean, that's, it was that's there because because Hacker had to be like, they were like, I don't know how to get how to finish Hacker. I guess like it's a it's a computer. Yeah, like, I guess it's a computer. Um, and that was sort of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Does that mean those talking? And that's something like I kept asking, does that mean the talking heads that talk to the leader of the executioners is like comp- is people in the computer? Computers? I like, guess I like, so. are those heads like heads? Are they like AI? Or are they are they somewhere else in content? Yeah, are they AI then? Does that mean does that mean all of humanity is being managed by AI? And also just like their reactions to uprisings and God, the whole show yeah. just the first half was so cool and there was so much cool stuff going on about these characters, how they were moted, and then it just slowly just Yeah. I think I think the remaining pieces of the show would have been like amazing if there weren't so many gaps in information because we were introduced mm-hmm. to all of these things and we never got answers. And so yeah. once when the ending happened, we're like, wait, that's it. And so mm-hmm. and like it's it was kind of like why why did Swindler become Jesus at the end? I don't know. Why David. she she David. was like how did she <laughs> never had a moment like there was never a moment that led me to believe she became who she was supposed to come. Like, right. wh- like where was her come to? Like, how did she get there? Like, just by existing in the background of all these other scenarios, she just magically has shifted personality, and now she's confident and assured yeah. of herself, and that right. she is an Akadama. And 
Are we all? Are we all Akudamas? That was like yeah, a theme. Awesome. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Police, police, that. normal um, people, everybody. Oh everybody. Oh They're just people who want to, who do what they want or whatever. That was like the big <laughs> one of my least favorite lines. They're on like the blimp or something, and it's like um, it's the lady executioner and her new partner, and they're yeah. taking the little boy to the Kanto or to the train to take him to Kanto, mm-hmm. and the little boy says something along the lines of like. You guys are just just Akudama, but with nice uniforms or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, theming! Yeah. Um, yeah. I see. Yeah. In my eyes, you guys are the Akudama. Yeah. And they're the good guys." I was Damn. like, "I was like, oh, they they didn't also, want us to imply or infer anything. They're just going to sit like throw it right in our face." Um, this, is, this is something that upsets me. And a handful of different mangas do this, where just give the characters names. Just give them names. Yes, right. Honestly, just, yeah. Just name them. Don't don't their titled or whatever. Like I, I've read a handful of different manga where it's just like, oh, this is swordsman. This is swordsmaster. This is, and you're like, just give them names. Just name them. Right. I just no. just give them names. It's such a small thing, and it's probably nitpicky, but that's like one of my biggest pet peeves yeah. is when and like it was when characters aren't given like an actual name. You could give them their their cool code names or say that they're the best at this or whatever, yeah. like they do in Rumpa, But everybody has a name, and I, I don't know. I just that uh, like it wouldn't have been that big of an issue if like they started until it was like oh it's brother and sister and uh, yeah, the it's, executioner it's girl the doesn't nose. have a name. Everybody is just called executioner, and yeah. you're like okay, just just give them names. Yeah, just name them. I don't know. I I just uh, this had so much promise, and it just fell apart. I yeah. mean, I will get. I will say that the animation was pretty crisp, though. It oh, looked, yeah. it looked great. really good. It looked great. Gotta say, episode one, the last episode, animation looked great. The music was music really was awesome. Great. Really, yep. really great composition, and honestly, some really great directorial choices from just the way the series is set up, the way that everything looks, the colors, mm-hmm. the everything, uh, top to bottom. The show looks the aesthetic of the show was consistent and coherent Mm -hmm. it was really the plot i mean at the end of the day like the one thing even the action was great i mean the pacing was even pretty good for even the plot kind of got messy in the back end the pacing kind of stayed stayed track all the way Mm -hmm. through um it really was just the plot that fell apart for me that's really where the and unfortunately like with a show like this like if the plot falls apart it just makes it really hard to like it still like it makes it hard to like like just to still be on board because even though everything felt okay in the back half i was getting really bored in the back half i was just like oh fuck i was like this is not i didn't sign up for this (laughs) i feel like the last like episode or last two episodes like it felt like it dragged on yes i was pretty much ready for it to be over yeah because when did i didn't they get to the kanto to save the kids i I, okay they like got the kids to kanto then like on their way back they like, or they like, saved them. And, like, got them back, and then they like immediately got them and started taking them back to Kanto, and then started taking. Them. It was like just this weird, and I think that's when the pl- like that was another messy part of the pacing. The only messy part of the pacing was the whole plot was just back and forth, and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it did it like three or four times. Mm. And yeah, by the last time that it was happening, um, I was like, man, this is played. This is done. Like, um, <laughs> they're hiding again in the rubble again. And now they're running again, and okie dokie. 
But I will admit, Courier putting his arm up to that laser beam that comes off the front of his thing and Eric blasting that, that freaking was, spaceship out of that the was sky. Pretty, that, that whole interaction, that that whole battle was pretty pretty, pretty hype. It's pretty hype. The yep. the captain of the executioners, whatever, like blasting his head open because he just didn't know how to handle the like uprising. Pretty cool. There, I mean, there was some cool. Oh, mm. uh, also a point of clarification. So the main oh, city oh. is Kansai. Uh, Kanto Kanto is yeah. Kanto is a city where like that atomic bomb or whatever happened, and it's just like bullshit flow. Oh, okay. I thought that they I thought that they referred to the like the computer place as Kanto, but i guess am i is that over my yeah, head yeah, right now that's, no, that's, that's yeah right. that's, that's right that's right? that area but the cyberpunk city okay. like where the most of like the place kansai, is set, that's, that's kansai yeah, 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 yeah. the main yeah. story is happening in kansai they've been they're traveling to kanto yeah that's sort of the end goal because they're trying to get the kids yeah. from kansai to kanto and that's how the story opens is they're led to a train where the kids are being transported to kanto mm-hmm. and they get the kids off the train and they start moving back towards kansai yeah. um uh but yeah, and then it's um, like, uh, I never mind. <laughs> I, I almost made yeah. a, I almost made a white Let's house. Let's go ahead. Let me say. Joke. Let me say one last thing. Okay. 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 Stop kidding. Having female character development just be them cutting their hair. It worked in yeah. Final Fantasy. That's IX. so fucking stupid. I hated yeah. that. I was about worked to in Naruto a little bit. Ever since then, stop doing it. Stop doing it. It's such a cop. Whenever, whenever Dagger did it, it was cool. Okay, whenever Dagger did it, it was cool. Now, yeah. not cool. Sakura mm-hmm. did it. Okay, yeah. I'll give it yeah. to her. She did it, and Sakura had to do it because she was being held by her hair. Yeah, that was just, like yeah. When Nino did, did it in Quintessential Quintuplets. No, good. not up. good. Stop. That's a very recent spoiler, David. Uh, uh yeah. Spoiler, David, sorry. I haven't watched it yet. Watch, watch um, Quintessential Quintuplets. That's like this week's episode. I will, I will, I will, I will. Okay. Beside the point, um, uh, David, your focus is off. Dude. There we oh, go. There you go. There we go. Um, that was back. weird. That was weird. That was random. Um, okay. Beside the point, let's go ahead and rate Akudama Drive. Oh, man, I'm going to give a really disappointing rating. It, it really fell apart for me a lot in a way that I just am not happy about. So, uh, on three, guys, what are we going to rate it? Uh, three, two... One. Nice. Okay. Damn, I gave okay. it a seven. All right. Wait, wait. What did you say, Jerry? Seven. I went for a five. I went for a solid okay. five. Okay. This was much worse than most of the stuff we've watched, unfortunately. And I feel so bad suggesting it so strongly after episode one. But episode one, I really felt good about it. Uh, by the end of the series, I really felt bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, so It looked great. It sounded great. Like, a lot of the stuff was cool. Yeah. But the story just, yeah started making no sense and you were like started this is yeah. only 12 episodes it should make sense this should be coherent like yeah. <laughs> i i think I, I said seven i think even though the plot is kind of booty near the end i still the mm-hmm. lead up to before the plot starts tanking was a really fun ride and mm-hmm. all the characters are still really cool really unique I it's, like Brawler. I like Hoodlum. I really did. I liked both those characters. Yeah. Maybe not unique them. as in like like newish, but like you could tell yeah. each of them had like some kind of specific goal or you know, some specific theme sur- mm-hmm. surrounding them. And I'll give you that. I, I like the designs, so the music, everything else was good. Only thing for me was plot. So that's I thought you know seven makes a little sense for me. I really didn't like the second opening for the show either. I liked the first opening a lot, but then when it switched openings halfway through, I was like, why did it? I thought it was did only you guys even opening. realize that? 
No, there was two openings. Oh, like visually. The first... No, no, no. It was a different song. I'm pretty sure. I think it was the same. I thought song. It was the same opening and ending throughout the whole. Oh, uh, maybe it show. just changed the video. The picture changed though after she cut her hair. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. No, the video. The video definitely changed. Maybe the song didn't change. For some reason, I was less happy with it when the video changed. Then, because I was like, <laughs> I didn't something think it was a made great opening song to begin with. The, the opening is, is okay. It. I kind of like, liked yeah, it, it in the first. It was okay. Like I remember at first, I was kind of excited about it. Um, okay, yeah, it's just opening version two. So yeah, it just switched mm. like uh, content without sing- changing the song. Um, I think I like the ending yeah. song more. It's like nice and soothing. Yeah. The song. Oh yeah, no, I like the ending song was okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's a five for me. I, maybe I'm being a little too harsh on it, but it just disappointed me so much by the end that I, I felt harshly about Jared, it. Jared, 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 there's no wrong answer, it's man. Definitely, this, it's this... definitely worse than Great Pretender. You know what I mean? But it's oh, definitely yeah. better than Tower of God. Like in yeah. my mind, that's yeah. the best way I can place it. It's worse than Great Pretender. Yeah, worse than Great Pretender, but better than Tower of God. Yeah, but I really that's like a, Great Pretender. So that's a very wide window, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I know, but like you know, the upper level of shows we've watched, like Vinland Saga and B Stars mm. and Great um, Pretender, and no, JoJo's. no, not for me. But we've talked about B Stars and Vinland Saga and uh, Erased on this podcast, which are eights, nines, tens. You know what I mean? Yeah. This yeah. show is like quite a bit worse than those. Um, but it's definitely not on. It's not Dookie Sandwich Log Horizon, or um, at uh, least the show has a clear I beginning, start middle, and end. Three of that, bro. <laughs> um, Do you though? There's already four episodes out. I gotta catch up. I watched it all. I have to now. That's just how I am. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, let's talk about Tonakawa. Fly me to the moon, boys. So Fly Tonikawa me to the moon. About, yeah, Kenny. Uh, uh, NASA. And his newly wedded wife, uh, fuck, what's her Sukasa. name? Sukasa. Sukasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just his having... newly his newly wedded Sundere. Um... Sundere. <laughs> yes. Sundere. Oh no, I don't think she's been. She's, she's not Sundere. She's pretty like. She... The definition of a Sundere is a character that is like pulled away at first, and then slowly like opens up. That's like the definition of a Sundere yeah, type. She says yes to Tonikawa. marry. Him. Straight from the beginning, okay? Like, right, but she's very, like, secretive at first and then slowly is like, I like movies and art. Um, You know I what I mean? Like, she calls him dear, like, like, the second they start, like, talking. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's not... That is, a, is like, oh, you... No, they, they, like, hide their... They hide their emotions through, like... like Vegeta, bro. Vegeta be pretending <laughs> like he doesn't like Goku at all until, like... I would argue Goku. that Tonaka or Sukasa's character development throughout the show... Is pretty inarguably Sundere. I, I would say maybe a little bit, but not like mm-hmm. Vegeta is the epitome of what a Sundere is, right? Literally, so, let me read you the definition. A Sundere is a Japanese term for a character development process that depicts a character with a personality who's initially polarized, warm slash soft, cold, temperamental, or hot headed, and sometimes even a little hostile, before gradually showing a warmer, friendlier side over time. Sukasa was none that of those is things, though. She I would was say never she's, hostile. Never, she's never hostile. The only time we see her hostile oh. is when she's playing video games. That Literally, is- in the opening, like, three, four episodes, she is completely cold. She is temperamental. She's totally... She's The only one she's not is she's not hot-headed or hostile, whatever you want to call that. She moves in with but him. Calls she's him very junior. polarized. Jerry, they, like, she's, she's not so Bro, They're, this is not... Bro, come on. I, she's like she's you, more mysterious than I would say like Sundari. Like she's like yeah, maybe she maybe mysterious. even like like a type of timid, no, I like think shy. This, 
I think she fits this description like. Okay, type in, type in. People call Asuka. People call Asuka Sundere. Asuka is Sundere. Because she's she's mean to Shinji. If Asuka is a Sundere, then Sundere, then absolutely Sukasa is. Vegeta is a Sundere, okay? Oh my god. Think of Vegeta in the Frieza saga. Let's see if anyone else feels the same as me. Get in the comments. Get in the comments. Let's see. If you um, think Tsukasa from Tony Kawa was a Sundere, go ahead and voice your opinion right. down there. On the Tony Kawa fandom wiki, so this is very oh, reliable. Okay. At okay. first, Tsukasa okay. appears to act very cool, calm, and level-headed, seemingly unsurprised by NASA's rash and illogical actions. Despite this, she agreed to marry NASA and does love him very dearly. That's None of that sounds like Sundere. Sundere to me. I think that that is exactly well. Maybe it's a little off, but I do think it's pretty close. Cool, calm, and level-headed. Yeah. That I mean, that's that's kind of the definition of Sundari. the The cool and calm part is definitely included in almost every definition of a Sundari. No, cold is what like they're intentionally like. I don't you know. You guys are like, just. I think you're falling into like that. They're mean, and then they're nice. Like that's yeah, what you're like. I think it's getting too like caught up in like they're mean and they're nice. Well, not even like but mean, I, mean, I would say, be... but like oh, go on. Cold. Right? I would say like cold. Like no, cold I mean type. Mean and they're nice. I mean that's no. I like. like I think a sundere can be bigger than bigger than that. Like I think there's more. There's more breadth there. But no, I don't know. Let's the whole, see if we can, the whole point of having a niche, okay, is <laughs> I would say Sukasa acts more like a mess girl than she does like a sundere. The next, okay, I, uh, the first thing that came, I did find someone calling her sister a Sundari, though. Her sister yes, is her a sister Sundari. sister is Sundari. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Her sister is she like the say, epitome okay. of, a, of a Sundari. Okay, okay, okay. okay but obviously, so, he's not in a relationship with her. Um. Let's see here. Well, that's not for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. In, the, in the later episode, she starts to develop feelings for him. Yeah, but I, that's just. Anime, I'm just saying, okay? dude. I'm just saying. It, like, got, like, it got kind of harem at the end. I know we're kind of so jumping maybe, around. But. Okay, fine. If maybe she's the Sundere, you think she's Sukasa's more of a best girl? Sukasa's a best yeah. girl. She uh, cooks. I don't know. She's like yeah. understanding. She's yeah. nice. She plays video games. She loves she's probably movies. a robot. She's best girl. A robot she's or prob- alien? She's probably a robot or an alien or like an ancient know. being. I don't um, know. Why didn't they explain it? Okay, we got no answers. We got yeah. no that's answers. My biggest gripe of the show. It told me nothing over these hints that they were dropping. Season two. Oh my god. As, I mean, that's what it, I hope we learn it. Then I don't know though. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Tony Kawa was fun. Yeah, I mean, season two is going to come. Wait, did we ever I tell mean, the synopsis of yeah, like, I mean, what happens in, in uh, Tony Kawa? Kenny. They're a cute couple that like loving each other, and it's just about them loving each other. That's the show, okay? Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Uh, It's cute. It's genuine. It's yeah. I mean, it's arguably like very much like um, uh, it's like my love story in some ways. Yeah, Um, it's just like it's just like like any romance show. Like yeah, it's a little goofier. Obviously, it's a comedy. I guess like yeah, like the one the one like flip of it is like instead of a show about them like leading up to falling in love or whatever it's a show like they start married 
and then yeah. it's like the rest of it plays out from that point forward. Yeah. Um, but they still kind of go through some of these like weird, like falling in love moments. I don't know. Yeah, because he they just get married. Like she's like they got okay, married too abruptly. So it's like yeah. So it's yeah. like whatever. Okay, I got to take my L for trying to call her a Sundere. Yeah, <laughs> I got to take my L. Guys. Take All right. I'll take it. All right, get out yeah, of the, the This, this segment like of the video it. is just Jerry takes the L. Jerry takes the L. Jerry takes the L. I thought Sukasa was kind of a tsundere, but uh, maybe I was too maybe I was too broad with my definition of it. Um, Damn. I always thought I always saw it as much broader. I don't watch anywhere near as much romantic stuff as Nino, Nino's a tsundere. She's talking, Kenny's way too into romance she's anime, so she's a tsundere. Mm. So if Kenny says it, then I'll Romant- I'll take Kenny's as Romantica the, the master. Is a tsundere. God damn it, can he stop? That's enough Sundere. Eno, uh, Eno Sundere? Um, Nino, I said Nino, bro. I said e- Eno from, soccer, uh, from Naruto. No, bro. Honestly, Sakura is more than Sundere. Oh, yeah. But I, okay, Naruto so Naruto doesn't score, from his tropes. Here's some things about Tony Kawa. Animation-wise, okay. it was it's pretty it's pretty meh. I mean, pretty all meh. the way through. Yeah. Art animation is pretty pretty solidly meh. Uh, understandable for a romance show. I think we can all kind of agree. I mean, it never does anything that really like goes above and beyond. The style is pretty weird sometimes, is what I would say. Yeah. Um, sometimes things look a little off model, and just things look a little like their feet are so tiny, uh, you know, and tiny their eyes feet. are so big. Yeah. Um. Uh. I noticed that a lot while I was watching it, but it didn't really throw me off from the show. Uh. I think the dialogue, scripting, and comedy is all pretty solid. I think that's what really holds the show together. Yeah. Is that each episode is. You pretty much get like two. I think most of the episodes were formatted where it's kind of like two stories in each episode, give or take. Yeah. Um, uh, except for kind of the long arc that we got in the middle where they go visit his parents. Um, but for the most part, you kind of get these like half stories uh, before the commercial break in each episode. Um, and overall, uh, it works. Uh, it's definitely funny enough to hold itself up, and uh, it's it's soft enough to still feel uh, just. N- I don't know, just to still feel like feel good. It's got a lot of those feel moments. Um, I'd say like definitely the prime moment for me was like her, his dad, um, mm. like telling Sukasa that like how grateful he was that he saved um, or that she saved his son. I thought that was really well, well executed. I said it uh, really well. Yeah, it was a really well executed moment in the middle of this mostly comedy, uh, kind of like fun comedy romance. You kind of have this one solid. Oh, one solid uh, sentimental moment. It really showed the type of person that Sukasa was, showed the type of person that his parents are, the type of person NASA is in that moment. Really cool, cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not very, I mean, this isn't groundbreaking stuff. The only thing that was really keeping me interested is that just about every episode, there was some sort of hint or mention that Sukasa was something that she was not. And they just slowly built these little hints in, and there was. No payoff. Yeah. Just yeah. to warn you right now, spoilers, but you don't learn the answer by the end or even get even like a bigger hint. It There's doesn't nothing. Yeah. It's just it just does like, nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were so many like random hits. Um, I mean, they did so many references the... to space. So she has to be yeah. an alien. She has to. She she has to be like like Lady whatever uh, from the moon or some shit. Right, oh, some sort of Lady Kaguya, right. yeah. some sort of Lady Kaguya moon reference. I mean, there's so many references to the moon. Yes, I think His that makes NASA. sense. His name's NASA. I think that makes sense if it, she is an alien. But there's also like, why? How long has she been on Earth? 
you guys notice like the clues that were like she had so much random historical knowledge despite not being interested in history or any yeah, of that. Like, oh, I just um, it. Uh, she read that ancient Japanese uh, book, um, yeah. kind of like casually in her his dad's uh, study. Um, what were some of the other hints that they dropped? There were a couple other just like color. Oh, uh, when they, some she, stuff. Yeah, uh, there's one part where Chito say is talking to her, and Sukasa's like, "I am just an average." 16 year old girl and she's like ah! <laughs> and i'm like um what is that supposed to mean hmm. um hmm. i don't know there was just a lot of layering of these sorts of hints but it just didn't pay off there was no payoff so if you were looking for the payoff uh it's coming later i guess i don't know if hmm. the manga i also just from the moment i looked the show up the its genre is listed as sci-fi and i was like what i was like why is it sci-fi um and again we get no mention as to what the sci-fi component is, at least not in season one. So if that's what you're looking for in season one, be prepared that it is just a romance comedy. It's just a romantic comedy. Yep. So um, that's all it is. I really um, loved, um, I loved NASA's characterization mm. because you don't often get that in a protect because he's like, he's quirky and he's like really smart for some reason. I love the like idea that he was like, Oh yeah, I just, help this business stay afloat because I know how to run the numbers really well. And like, look, you're just some goofy dude living in your one bedroom apartment. And you're like, Oh yeah, I can do all this. Sh-. Like he was, he was like really into his studies whenever he was young. Mm-hmm. I, I like that characterization of him where he's like, just really, really capable. Like he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I keep everything I own. Like if, if my apartment were to burn, burn down, I keep everything I own online in the cloud and in this little bag that I carry all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the funniest part that. he said it like four times he's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did a good job with nasa's uh mm-hmm. nasa's characterization i think that it makes you care more about um a lot of it which with a good like comedy like you want to care about the characters at least because that's mainly what drives these sorts of shows is good characters and yeah i totally think there was some good characterizations here yeah so yeah it's a lot of fun um like the, it's older, got the best the older sister girl um mm-hmm. she was funny especially she was like okay now that i'm no longer in love with nasa i'm gonna be an online youtuber and she like <laughs> well we later do. we later learn how good of a freaking street fighter player she yeah 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 is the real the well she, well the sister was better at street fighter 5 but when they pulled out street fighter 2 Street that's Fighter what Sukasa had the. Uh, no, it was Street Fighter because, One. One. It was Street Fighter One. We're just keep Ryu. Is, is yeah. that another hint that she's older than she actually is because she was yes, better at the bro. older game? Yes, David. Yes, the, yes, it's, yes. It's speckled all throughout the show. It's, it's like, all speckled in there. She's clearly. That's why it's like she's some sort of at least older than she seems. Yeah. Um, something going on there for sure. Um, love that, but yeah, I, I love that character as well, Kenny. I thought all the characters were really funny uh, in that yeah. circle of friends. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Funny. Yeah, so yeah, I, overall, it's kind of it's incredible. kind of interesting that there weren't any other because, uh, like, near the end, as we were introducing more and more characters, I I mm-hmm. noticed that it like I was like, is this becoming a harem? Because like all of these girls, like near the end, like the last two three episodes, mm-hmm. were just constantly kind of not falling for Na- for Nasa, but realizing how good of a person he is. And mm-hmm. just like yeah. like wanting to, I, I agree. Know, like just, I'm curious if it's going harem route if or yeah. not. It, 
I mean, in general, romance shows to drive a story longer. Like, you can't just have two people happily engaged mm-hmm. in... There has to be extraneous factors. That's why there's always another boy. Yeah, I remember in my love story when that other girl fell in love with... Uh, with him? Uh, the, yeah, with the big guy. And, uh, there, yeah, that was the kind exact of what, same thing happened. There has to be conflict. And I think yeah. that's yeah. what's kind of happening here is that these characters are being introduced to have affection towards the lead characters to mm-hmm. create some sort of conflict in a romance story. Because yeah. without it, I mean, it would just be literally like... Two people are married. <laughs> yeah, two people are married just hanging out. Um, Wotakoi w- kind of did that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, never know, really, yeah, it never really in- introduced a secondary, you know? No. But they obviously, just kind of, we only got 11 episodes, so... Yeah, there might happen. be something later, but in what they made of it, it was certainly... But this show needed some of that, and I think that spiced up the back half for sure. Yeah. Um, gotta say, my favorite opening song of... I mean, I said it when we did the initial yeah. review... This is, I mean, I like this song so much from Fall. Like, it was just the... the dun, 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 that shit was hot. Yeah, it was a dope opening. Yeah. It was a great opening. Second to Jujutsu's opening, but... It's tight. I liked Kai I love Kai Kai um, but I really like Tony Kawas too. I think yeah. Jujutsu's ending was the standout of this season. If really oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Lost in Paradise is hot. Lost in Paradise. Oh, yeah. oh God, Jujutsu is so good. But but yeah, I, I think with me with Tony Kawa, dab on him. It was just very just genuine. I don't think I've seen. I think my love story is probably the closest to this, but I don't think I saw. I've seen a romance anime where it's just. Just a lot of just genuine interaction between the two characters, and yeah. I don't they, and we even we were able to see like quite a bit of conflict between uh, Nasa and Sukasa, but it was it was always kind of like a cute resolution because they would like Nasa would be like, oh, well, I can buy you ice cream, and like, what flavor do you want? And it was just like a lot of cute genuine moments that watching it made me like yeah. gave me the warm fuzzies. I was like, oh, this is cute. This is. This is enjoyable to see, like two like young teenagers just like not making, you know, their relationship like none of the focus is on their like like physicality or like anything like like uh, sexual. Although my boy Nasa was getting a little, he was getting a little handsy. Yeah. In that one episode, he was in the back half, yo. He, back was... he was he was getting a little handsy. I remember when you, they gave each other a kiss in that they were laying there when he was not feeling well, and then he was like, <laughs> he started going over the neck, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit, I missed the crap me. You pushed him like, off. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I was like, I, oh, like as I was talking about, like, I remember, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, actually, he was getting super handsy, but but yeah, and I, then also it was like, cute. It's funny to me because they never in that one episode he asked her he's like can i see you in your underwear and she was like yeah you can but then we just never never <laughs> got I mean like. I don't know. Did she end up showing him in it? I don't know. Um, yeah, don't know. their relationship is cute though. So yeah. uh-huh. it's very, very pure. Like, like yes. naive from both from both fronts, yeah. which yeah. makes it just genuine and pure and, and cute. So, absolutely. Well, uh, let's rate it, boys. Okay. Let's rate it in. Man, three. I regret giving Akadama Drama seven. Fuck. Ah, oh, I should have. <laughs> I should have given it a six. Really high score, bro. 
We're, we're going David's back. I'm going to drive David's the six. Bring it back. I'm going to drive the six, not a seven. No, you got okay. to take your He can do a redo. He can do a redo. He sat on it. He can do a redo. No, no, no. no Jerry, if, I, if I make Jerry hold his opinions, I got to hold mine. I, okay. I think I thought she was soon there. I'm an, I'm a loser. I'm gonna have to write. I'm gonna have to write a comment when I post this. I'm gonna have to put a comment on the YouTube like a channel. disclaimer. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have to like pin it to the top or something. It's like, listen, Jerry admits he was wrong about ten minutes after he says it. So just don't give him shit down here. You know, get in the comments. No, I uh, admit that I was wrong. Okay. Oh man. Okay, I think I'm ready. I took my L. Okay, we ready? Okay. In a three, two. One. Wait. That's pretty. What? That's pre I went. I went six point five. Damn. Da Kenny went seven, and David went eight. I think I need to recalibrate my scale, guys. I think I need to recalibrate <laughs> a little bit. David's got a high end scale. He's I got a lot of nine. I'm like. <laughs> okay. okay. Right I'm gonna drive to five. Oh, I'm gonna drive to five. five. Tony long. Kyle's a seven. Tony Kyle's a seven. Oh my god! He's just, he's just out here throwing out numbers. Oh just, my lord! <laughs> the points don't matter. The points yep. don't matter. Points don't matter. And uh, whoop, whoop. yeah. Well, great guys, that was awesome, and we're we're running pretty short today, which is fine. Um, we're not going to try to keep you uh, listening for that much longer, guys. We so. may end up being a little shorter in general. Just. For those of you listening right now, I hope you've enjoyed what uh, we've been bringing here at the Uncensored Anime Podcast. If you do enjoy what you're listening to, then please, please, please uh, jump on YouTube, jump on Spotify, jump on Apple Podcasts, jump on Anchor, jump on Instagram, jump on Twitter. Uh, support us. You know, Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a five-star review. Um, do all that if you can. It helps the channel so much because the more interaction we get... Uh, the more that our stuff gets pumped into other feeds. And that's just the way it works. So we, we try to post more so we can get more interactions, so we can get more of you guys talking and listening to what we're doing here on the Answers Anime Podcast. So if you're digging it, then that's what you got to do. Uh, show us that love because it's totally free. You know, giving us a like on this video or giving us a comment down below or um, literally like going and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, uh, that is totally free. It's just a little bit of your time. So if you enjoyed this, if this entertained you at all, then please help us out. Um, help spread what we're doing here because we hope to keep bringing you guys some high um, in-depth anime reviews we are definitely still trying to shift content you know we don't want to just do anime reviews every week because we realize that sometimes people don't want to listen if it's a show they've never watched um, or they have to watch the show before they can listen so and that's fine we try to warn people what we're watching ahead of time but totally 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 uh, we understand that we want to try to get more of our fun episodes like we did with the dark sage like we had with uh aj the awakened sage uh nakama collectibles my wife Alyssa, uh, uh mikey we've had a lot of guests on over the course of our first uh kind of half of uh our first season kind of uh doing this so uh we want to get more guests on and we want to have more fun have more time to just chat with you all so go follow us on all those platforms I, I already did a live reading of literally every chapter of chainsaw man so if you tune into that um, we we want to do more um, stuff like that too, and we we'll we'll try our best to do more mm -hmm. random stuff. We just did a uh, tier list with our buddy, the Dark Sage, Dark Sage Collections, uh, over on his Twitch stream. Um, and anytime we do stuff like that, we'll try to do better of announcing it. We didn't put it on any of our socials, so only his fans were kind of over there for that. Um, but we'll probably do more stuff. Maybe watch some anime with uh, Chase. Maybe do some more stuff on our own Twitch channel. But definitely, 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 uh, if you're digging what you're like, if if you're digging what you're, if you're digging what you're hearing. Give us some support. Give us some love. It helps and goes a long way. David, Kenny, you guys have anything to say? You know what? Uh, 
love you listeners uh we're gonna like we like jerry's saying we're gonna keep pushing out content uh, we're hoping that you're enjoying what you're listening to so far and just keep on looking out for bigger better things coming out from us in the future yeah, tune in next week whenever we open a ton of Pokemon cards, okay? That's what we do no. now. We will never stoop to that level. Pokemon. We will no, no, never no. stoop to no, that no, no. level. No, no, no. We definitely want to bring you guys... Uh, we probably won't be doing a review next week. We might, we might not. Oh, Who actually, we, we're reviewing um, a show next week. It's called Vampire Night, okay? Don't go on it, don't go on We are holding true. If we hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, 1,000 subscribers, we have 50 subscribers right now, if we can there get 1,000 subscribers, we will watch all of Vampire Night live-streamed on Twitch, and then we will post a full-blown, in-depth, uncensored anime podcast-style review of every episode of Vampire Night. So if you want to yep. see that happen, if you want to see us suffer through Vampire Night to give you guys this <laughs> high-grade content, help pump us up to 1,000 subscribers. That is the goal. If we can get 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, we will pump out a Vampire Night review kenny's we, gonna watch it all live vampire night eight, eight okay. <laughs> kenny watching vampire put it on night. kenny i'll gonna, watch it with he's you he's gonna have his cheesy yeah. poofs everything <laughs> yeah lot, the, lot the, next we'll watch Mushigi yugi next okay oh my Ooh. lord oh my lord oh. That's a, I but but legitimately uh everyone who's listening thank you so much hope you guys yeah. enjoyed uh we will hopefully see you next week um this is the unsatisfied that was terrible. I can't vampire believe I just plugged podcast, uh, This is the Vampire Night. No, this is the Uncensored <laughs> Anime Podcast, and we are saying peace. <laughs>